It's called It's Here for Her. This is the year for women sports in the country. We've already witnessed the women's Proteus team, unfortunately, losing in the finals of the T20 World Cup. Now, with less than 100 days to go to the Netball World Cup, we are rallying behind the Proteus Spa women team. And also, there's also the World Cup in Australia and, and New Zealand where Banyana Banyana will be featured yet once again. We can only hope that everything goes well for the women's uh, spa ladies uh, in their endeavor to better what they did uh, four years ago. Was it in England when they finished, uh, I think, with the bronze for the very first time? But we are not there. We've been, the country has been crippled by the type of best that TB of, gee, I don't know, they call him a Houdini or whatever, but the Lord is still going to come out. Uh, I hope he's on his way back to the country from Arusha, the border of Tanzania and Kenya. That one, I think if I were one of the uh, Spielbergs and there by Hollywood, I'll definitely have a, a bomb of a movie, but I'm not into movies. What will our football be without Chipa? Chipa Mpenge is our own Chipa United. Gee, I don't even know where to start with the news that broke on Monday after they lost to Orlando Pirates over the weekend. Coach uh, Lenkis, as always, as expected, was demoted to, a D, to the DDC team of Chipa uh, United. We don't know what's going to happen. Who uh, The new man in charge will he last until the end of the season, even with about five games to go. We also have the quarterfinals of the NetBank Cup this weekend. We're not going to talk about Sundowns because they've wrapped the league, they're home and dry. Although they lost uh, four points in their last two games since wrapping up the league without kicking the ball, that was after that uh, Super Sport United dropping two points, which uh, effectively gave the, the championship to Mamelodi Sundowns. As always, I'm not alone in this to help me digest a look back and forward to what's happening is Remotohai Madumera. Thank you, Spirit. Uh, thanks for always having me. It's nice to be in your company. Uh, I know you have a lot to say about Chipambenges. You know, sometimes when you've had one too many, they call it Matroa Chiba. Uh, I don't know what to make of uh, Chipas. So, merry-go-round coaches at this stage of of the campaign is there the right time wrong time to make changes eh ka puo ya rona stulo sa chipa sa coaching seloilwe eh that's why others are calling it sa football's poison eh chelis because um yeah you know that's what you'll expect from chipa if he's not getting the results the panic is always there and he always have a permanent caretaker coach. So it's not even a matter of whether Guambi will last or not. He's the permanent caretaker of that club. You know, coaches will come and go. He'll be the taker coach. And yeah, like I'm saying, it's not surprising that they are now on their fourth change so far this season. Remember, they started with Dane. Morgan Mamila came into coaching as a surprise. Lenkis, 
I remember I even told my colleague when he was invited there, when they were launching uh, for the new season, announcing players and the new coach, Daintlet, I said, watch the space. Lenkis will come back in some way, somewhere down the line. And I was right, and he's already gone as we speak. But but are you surprised? Because uh, I think in this business of football, only result uh, will prolong coaches' stay. It's cheaper, right, in firing coaches at willy-nilly like he's doing? No, he's not doing it the right way. Remember, in this football business, it's either you are here desperate for instant results and, you know, for something like that to happen, you you would think that everything is happening overnight. Let's look at all the long-term projects. The Sundowns project, when did when was it started? And you look at the sustainability of that team. But with Chipa United, I mean you can't sign eighteen new uh, you can sign eighteen new players, of which even eighty percent of those new signings are just players who've just been promoted for development. And then you expect the coach to be consistently getting, you know, um, uh, uh, I mean, winning games week in, week out. No, it's highly impossible. So the question is, exactly what does Chipa want out of this Chipa pro- uh, project? Because this is really but, but embarrassing. Is, is, is the ground fertile for coaches to succeed at Chipa or conducive for that matter? Because it looks like, like you're saying, eight, 18 new players and it's not the first time it looks like it's an every season thing that you they bring in too many players that you don't even know if they get rid of of certain players what needs to happen for cheaper to be stable should they go down to the multiple championship you know at the rate at which they are doing things like firing coaches obviously it causes some instability within the team itself they deserve to go down. I mean, who will ever be surprised should Chipa be relegated? The people will say they deserve it. They deserve to be there. But now also look at the Chipa United story with a different eye. Can you imagine this guy? I think in my opinion, he's doing the right thing from the onset. How many coaches has he given opportunities, like a first-time career opportunities to become coaches? Instead of sustaining that project, you know, support the guy. I mean, you can't really give the guy a break and then after three draws or one loss in five matches and then uh, you let him go. So somehow Chipa is also uh, undoing the good work that he's doing. If you look at it at the, at the, uh, with a different eye, how much has he empowered our local coaches especially those who are venturing who are venturing for the first time into coaching remember that song by madonna don't cry for me argentina uh, will many people cry for chipa if they were to go down i'm looking at where they're sitting on the on the table i mean the, the points difference between the 16th place and the 10th place before i go there it looks like the 30 point mark is no longer the the baseline for teams to go down. No, absolutely, yeah. Because I remember even at some point uh, there was this other season when Barocca went down. You know, Marisbeck just missed out 
relegation by a whisker. They were already on 32 points or something around that. So mm. I think uh, this is going to play out more or less like that other season. And you are right because you look at just from anyone who has just made the top eight and uh, two or three teams behind them, they've already reached the 30 point gap, uh, I mean, the 30 point mark. And your calculation is no, also fact, right. Fact, to look. Looking at KZ Chiefs are, are the only safe place at fourth spot because where Marisbeck United and Marumo Galans are 24 points and then with five games to play, which is 15 points, they cannot reach where Chiefs is. So it means that anything below KZ Chiefs can still go down. Yeah, you see, that's the crazy part of this relegation. If you look at the points difference between, you know, the team at the very bottom, I mean, you can, you, you'll be surprised. This, uh, I mean, Marisbeck United, you know, they can survive relegation even. They have, you know, they still have a chance to really survive. With five games to go, who do you think will go down? I think... Um, Looking at those teams, Marumo might go down automatically or they will be in the playoffs. So now in my view, I think um, the way things are at the bottom, Chipa United, Marumo Gallants and Marisbeck, I think it's between these three who, uh, who, who is going to survive and who's going to the playoffs and automatic relegation. Nothing about Solos? Swallows somehow will survive. They will fly. I think Swallows will survive by a point or two. It's going to be a very tight race at the bottom. Okay, enough of, of that one. Thanks to Chipa United for bringing us where we are now. This weekend, it's the NetBank Kiona Cup. If you were to pick, the last time we touched a bit on the fixtures after the draw, I said all the away teams are likely to progress to the semi-finals and then all the away team, uh, Kaiser Chiefs, Orlando Pirates, Sundowns, and Sikukuni, I think if I was, I'm, I'm, I'm still uh, right. Where is your money on? I know everybody's talking about Dondol, Dondol. Is this the end for Dondol? I think, yeah, they'll put up a good fight against Pirates. Remember, they are also on the brink of promotion in their league. So I think so far so good for Dondol. But the Pirates, I think they'll be helped by the fact that they've reached this stage having played against uh, the lower division club. So I would think Pirates having now... Having struggled as well. Yes, I think they'll scrape through against uh, Dondol Stars. Dondol Stars will give them a good game, but I think at the end of the day, experience uh, will see pirates through there and uh, yeah like you rightfully said Chipa united i looked at their statistics against uh, skukuni you know skukuni has never beaten them in all the four games they've played so Chipa have already won twice and they've drawn uh, two of those games so skukuni will be chasing their first ever win against Chipa. stellenbosch sundowns you know the story, Stellenbosch, I who decide for sundown, so is Mamkize and Kaiser Chiefs. So somehow, I also go with your prediction that the away teams might find it difficult to 
get away with uh, better results away from home, with the exception of Pirates. In Pulukwana, I think it will also be nice and packed, you know, bringing... It's one fixture that you'll say, uh, bringing football to the people, and I think people will come out in numbers. They always say that, like, uh, Chipa is playing midweek against Marumo Kalans. How much impact will this have on their weekend fixture against uh, Sikukuni? Well, you know, I think it also, uh, this fixture comes at the right time because by the time you go to a league fixture, you know exactly uh, what still needs to be done on uh, uh, with your league program. And with that six-point, I think uh, Chipa, maybe with a win, you know, they'll go there uh, with, um, with that excitement that, you know, something at least happen in our league game and 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 remember like i mean they will be on 29 points should they get a, a win and then they will be very much uh, in a good po- position to really fight to the end so who are the four teams that will be in the semi-finals i'll put my money on yes telis is tough for sundowns but sundowns i think somehow they'll go through and then I see Pirates also in the last four. Chiefs Royal for me, it's a it's a game I think that will go down to the wire. Somehow it, I have a feeling that it's going to be decided by uh, extra time or penalties. Or not a red card this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something along those lines, a red card and a penalty. Yeah, but um, with Chipa and Sikukuni, I think Sikukuni will get their bite this time. Somehow it's going to be also looking at their scoreline, they always, you know, sort of produce this tightly contested game. I see Skukuni getting that one goal into that will get them to the semis. And finally, before I let you go, Banyana were in Serbia, narrowly lost 3-2 to the Serbs. Are they on the right track? Should we expect more from them at the World Cup in Australia and New Zealand? Yeah, looking at that game, I mean, uh, you look at it, it two ways. Uh, Banyana... Banyana's problem has been in defense, so I'm still worried that they can still concede three goals. Yes, I think, yeah, the game was already 3-0, coming from 3-0 down to and 3-2, so it really shows that at least they have uh, fire up front, but I think they still need to work on their defense. I mean, conceding at this rate is quite too much. More than two goals, really, it, it won't stand them well if they take this to the World Cup. Do you think it's time that uh, uh, the former captain, Janine Van Vick, is brought back into the team? That's exactly the point I wanted to raise to say. I think that's when they need uh, the experience of Janine to uh, uh, to come over because it really shows that now, yeah, you have those. Uh, because remember even how we lost uh, to Brazil with that heavy margin... Mm. Janine had not been playing for, for some time in all those games, losing four against Australia now, you know, conceding four uh, at, uh, at this point. Yeah, you are right. I think, yeah, that experience is needed. After all, women's football is not so much about age, but the experience. I mean, we've seen even more older players in the Brazilian side. I remember there was one player who was almost 40, but she, she played at the World Cup. Age ain't nothing but a number. 
That's the name of a song. I think it's by Alia. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much. Let me go and apply for that cheaper coaching job. Uh, good luck with that. Uh, we'll see you back in the hot seat after you've been fired from that other hot seat. That's all we had for you uh, for this week. All the hits and misses uh, are here on Team Spirit Podcast. Please don't forget to, meet, to visit all our social media platforms and go to www.citypress.co.za.